Good morning, my friends, and welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide into that happiness after codependency, into the freedom that comes from being who you are, loving who you are, and expressing it, getting out there and doing it. So my little thing there, I'm glad to be with you guys today. Today we are going to explore this topic of why it is hard to let go of old beliefs. Why do we cling to these old conclusions about ourselves, about life, about others? What's going on in the background there? So we're going to jump into that here today. Before I do that, i got to get this shared out to the community here real quick. The community is a safe haven where you can find additional tools, guidance, and support in your journey beyond codependency in the coming and into coming into knowing, loving, and living who you are. So link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Check out the rules on the community to make sure it's a good fit for you. And then come join us. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And thank you guys for your support in growing the channel and growing my reach out there with this work. All right. <clears throat> so let's get this shared out real quick. Just got to click the buttons. Yay. And there we go. All right. Let me know how you're doing in the comments below. I'll see. I'll try to keep track of them. Sometimes they show up. Sometimes they don't. All right. So why is it hard to let go of beliefs? So have you ever experienced in your own healing work or something in life where you're like, I don't want to let that go. I don't think that that's real. I don't think that's real for me or that's possible. I don't agree with this. Inside your body, you're like, mm-mm, that's not, that's not me. I'm this instead. I'm this belief. A lot of times in my own journey, I experience this a lot with worthiness, with being worthy of having, being, or doing something. A lot of times that related to relationships for me. It's more like I'm not worthy of being loved by someone that I'm interested in or that I love. Nobody would want me. Nobody would be interested in me. Nobody would care. These are very strong, very fixed beliefs or conclusions I had in my body. And these literally limited and sabotaged a number of different opportunities throughout my life in relationships. I've had those beliefs in money and in success and in prosperity and business and in my own and my IT career where I'm not allowed to have this or I shouldn't want this or I can't do that. I'm not like them that kind of thing. So let me know if you, what kind of beliefs you've wrestled with in your experience in healing and growing. Just comment them below and then we'll talk about them. There's a very specific reason why we struggle to let these things go, no matter how much work we've done with it, therapy, talking about it, things like that. Um, and that is because this belief is providing some sense of safety, connection, and value identity in our world. So it comes back to those three necessities that we're trying to, to fulfill, either through codependent habits, either through interdependent habits, through confidence, through self-advocacy, or by just sticking to the belief. We're trying to get those needs met through that. So first, when we, we look at these belief structures from the angle of, okay, what is it doing for me? How much safety is this bringing to me? What kind of connection is it providing for me? How is it providing a sense of identity or value 
for me. <clears throat> Even if that sense of identity and value is shame-based, it's still known. It's still understood. You still know how to be that person. You find safety in that because you know how to navigate the territory. You know how to manage your connections with yourself and others from that vantage point. There's a lot of benefit there when we we look at what this belief is doing for us. It makes sense why we wouldn't want to let it go because now we have to learn something different. And in that process of learning something different, we have to encounter a risk, the risk of getting hurt, rejected, failure. We have to start actually interacting with the pain that drives that conclusion. Because that's the work. When we start opening up to a new possibility for ourselves, so like in my own work, I went from, I'm not a lovable person, nobody would want me, to I'm a lovable person and people would want me. People I want would want me too. Now it's a huge journey, but behind that was a lot of shame, a lot of hurt, a lot of internalized rejection. Because growing up, I was laughed at a lot, bullied a lot, told I was ugly, told nobody would want to touch me, nobody would want to be in my world. So, ew. Those are the kind of responses I remember getting from, from peers. And nobody would want me in their life. Nobody would like me romantically. Nobody would, you know, like me as a friend, things like that. <clears throat> and I internalized those as truth. And that kind of, that created the belief that created this conclusion that was then powered by this deep shame and this deep hurt. So to dislodge the belief, it's not the belief we need to challenge. It's the pain that we need to connect to. It's the pain that we need to nurture and care for and value. It's like, yeah, we need to acknowledge it. We can go through a process called ALI. I am feeling this way. I've been hurt. I've been rejected. So no wonder I think I'm not lovable. And then I've gone out and I've tried to counter this and I've failed. People have told me things that they've, they've reinforced this. I've had more rejection. No wonder I think this is the fact. I've got a lot of history that seems to like confirm this. So no wonder I feel a lot of disbelief about that this could be different. This has helped me understand my life, understand how to interact with others. It's helped me avoid more pain. No wonder I don't want to let it go. Because sometimes letting go of these old beliefs means we're going to encounter more pain. We're going to encounter more situations where we've got to deal with rejection or criticism or not fitting in or not being wanted. And we have to change the way we respond to those situations and how we care for ourselves in them. So there's a significant curve there in our growth and our work. And that's painful things to, to, to work with and to confront. And this is where trauma work comes in. This is where somatic care, caring for our, the emotions we feel, the sensations in our body, soothing those things, being our own ally, being our own parent comes into play. And it's also about letting ourselves be honest about our conclusions because the conclusions don't paint all of reality. Even though we may have not experienced 
the opposite of those conclusions yet. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We have to we have to be honest with ourselves and admit that, hey, I am sticking to this conclusion for these reasons. And that I'm going to give myself permission to explore what else is possible for me. We got to engage in this idea of curiosity. I bring that into our world. It's like, well, yep, I've been rejected by people I liked, people I was interested in, or people I loved. I've been told I was these things. But what if that's not true? What if I can discover a different experience with different people? What if I am intrinsically lovable? What if there are people that would love me just as I am? Am I willing to open up and explore that and discover it? That doesn't mean the first person you're going to meet out there is going to do that. It may not even be the 10th person. But as we start to believe this for ourselves, rather than seek confirmation of it outside of ourselves, we start to change who we choose. We start to change who we are attracted to, who appeals to us, because we are picking up on a different pattern of behavior, a different energy in people because we are aligned in a different way with ourselves this is delicate and difficult work to be blunt it took me several years to work through my own internalized shame and trauma there and then another couple of years two or three years of just playing with the idea of that i'm a valuable lovable person that others would want to get to know so I had to really work on coming into contact with my own innate value, retrieving it from other people's approval and rejection, and then open up to being myself that way and seeing who I connected with, who connected with me, and then from there, allowing that to be. Leaning into the connections that were warm and interesting and appealing to me that were also safe and healthy, and then letting go of the things that were not. This is why it's difficult to let go of these beliefs. They have a lot of weight. They have a lot of value and purpose in us. They're providing some sense of connection, safety, and value identity. And now we have to do the work to actually create real safety, real connection, and real value identity by getting aligned with our own worthiness and our own care and then bringing peace to that pain. Because once we dislodge the pain and we care for it and it becomes regulated or neutralized we find more space to do these other things and explore them more because when we don't have the pain of of rejection for instance the significance of rejection in our nervous system anymore then rejection becomes something very different for us we're like wow they don't like me well they don't get to be in my life i'm sad about that and that's the end of it it doesn't internalize us to a judgment against ourselves instead it's just like well that sucks i'm gonna go on with my life now very important shift. We're not avoiding rejection. We're not avoiding approval. What we are doing is we're changing the way we relate to it because we've changed what it means to us. And that change happens in the body. That's about the significance we carry about rejection, the conclusion or the meaning we give it. And as we heal our pain, that meaning and conclusion shifts. This is how we get dislodged from beliefs that are very sticky, very powerful 
and very compelling. We've got to care for the pain. We start that with ALI. I acknowledge it. I legitimize it, which means make it real and valid to me. And I see how that shifts in me. And I can connect that with deeper work like trauma work or um, some sort of process work around it, that kind of thing. So that's today's video, guys. Thank you for your support here. Thank you for being a part of my journey into knowing myself more and sharing these things with you. Let me know your thoughts below. Go gently with yourselves, and I will see you guys next week so we get engaged back into the... Well, we got a series of workshops coming up, so we're going to be talking about that so you can get in on those. They'll be free. You'll be able to learn a lot of things about codependency and get some shifts in your own world. I'm excited to teach you guys about those things and see what changes in your world. So watch out for next week. We'll get back into gear. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.